Hello, and welcome to The Funny Thing About Yoga, where we talk all things yoga and maybe make you laugh a little bit. I'm Gianna Gambino. And I'm Bradshaw Wish. Enjoy the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I'm having so much fun. All right, everyone. Welcome to the funny thing about yoga. We have a wonderful guest today. Welcome, Kwame. How are Hello. you? I am good. Hello, Bradshaw. Hello. I'm here. Are... I'm here too. Don't forget. And then we're all. <laughs> yeah. Then Gianna's here. No one really cares, but uh, she is here. <laughs> I am queer, and Kwame's in New York City. Three fun facts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we we know Kwame from doing our 300 hour training in San Francisco with Jason Crandall. And uh, we so we spent a lot of t- Kwame. Were you there the COVID time? Were you there at that? Yes, the, the one I think where so. it was like the right right before right lockdown. before yeah, lockdown. Like, yeah, remember? I remember Gianna turning to me and being like, "They're keeping a bunch of people off the boat at San Francisco." I'm like, "That's weird." And then yeah. uh, <laughs> I was like, "That's so weird." Just let them in, you know. And then <laughs> then the world was uh, was really obviously shut down. Um, so we haven't mm-hmm. seen you in person. We've obviously followed you online. Wait, I have yeah. a question. Yes. Did you two meet in the module before then? Yeah, that's why yeah. we have a deeper connection than okay. Shut, shut. <laughs> okay. Not and to, to you can't <laughs> you can't forget to mention though that Kwame did do some guest lecturing for our for first Kaya. virtual Kaya. So, yeah. and you were, yeah, sharing your expertise on the subtle body and chakras. Yeah. So, so we did cross paths since then, but virtually. Right. Yes. It's crazy to think about that. Like, like we've been connected, but just like, I feel like I've been close to y'all, but I also, we've just been virtually like connected, but I feel like I've always been close to y'all this entire time. So like, not to, I, not to like tear about it, but that's um. cute. It is cute. And I, I honestly feel that way about a couple of other people I met in that module. So, and, and it shows like we had Jack on the podcast, Jack Workman, mm-hmm. we had Emma Wilborn on the podcast. And, you know, these are a bunch of people that, from that same module, that same group. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. The connections that it brings. Yeah. I feel like we've, we've all been like close knit, like everybody in those modules that we've been a part of. I don't know if it's like that for any other, like a uh, cohort, but mm-hmm. I know f- specifically ours, like I'm still connected to a lot of us who, who were around during those modules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was and that, I think, Oh, sorry, G was that your last module or did you have to do any online? No, I did a, I did a online to complete my 500 hour or the 300 mm-hmm. hour, excuse me. And that was during COVID. So that was yeah. after all the Was that the shoulder through. one? The shoulder that's, one? That's the I one you so. you and Bradshaw did it at the same. I think you guys were on the same schedule. Do you want to know what I learned from that module? Not a lot, because let me just tell you, I cannot learn online. I can't. <laughs> I literally can't. I would just like, I'm like, if I have to, because like, then I'm, you know, like all of a sudden hear Jason's voice. I'm like, he's got a nice voice and I'm going to take a little nap. Um, just talk about I, ASMR, look. Yeah, hundred percent. Like Jason could, <laughs> Jason could literally talk to me and be like, "Hello, and welcome to your bed." And I'd be like, "I'm gonna fall asleep." Um, and I mean, that in let's a very, be real. Um, you were like that in person too. I know my, you know, my ADD is literally so this out has, of control. This has no reflection. This is no reflection on online. Jason. I know, I know, or Jason. <laughs> I had to keep looking over at your mat. And like literally push your phone out of your hand. Okay, you but like here's why, grinder. Kwame, and maybe you can relate, Kwame. <laughs> Sitting on the ground in that room with no lights. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I and literally, was- my back was fucking killing me. 
that it's part. It's not comfortable. I don't know if you ever like stopped to just take a, a look around the room at certain points after training. People were like, <laughs> like just small, in a like, million different yeah, okay. shapes. <laughs> there was there was a woman. I forget her name. Gosh, I loved her so much. Maybe you can remember. She brought the lawn chair. She was chilling. Like it was the Fourth of July in there. The it was the Fourth of Wait, July. Wait, someone brought a lawn chair in. Yeah, the- she was chilling. I forget her name. Do you know what I'm talking about, Kwame? That must have been the first module. That was was the first module. She was so great. And I was just like, she is over there. Look, she's about to light up a blunt. Like she is just (laughs) she's literally chilling over there. You know it's real when you gotta like bring your own equipment. Like a (laughs) hundred percent. And like my ADD is so bad that every two seconds I'm like, Jason! I don't know. We could go on, but it was like also that. And then it was probably like six or seven people who were like right in the front row who were like, oh, like, oh my like, God. I oh think God. I was one of them. I was one of them. <laughs> I tried to do that because I was like, okay, pay attention, pay attention. But I'm like, hmm. no, then you were next to me and you were making me massage you. And I'm like, I'm done massaging. You. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get back to Kwame because Kwame has things to do. Uh, Kwame, I, first of all, just kind of give us a little insight into finding yoga and, uh, how it started, how it's going and where you are now. I mean, I know a lot has changed for you since obviously for all of us since COVID, but this little synopsis of, um, your inner darkest secrets. (laughs) The inner, okay. Let's start from the beginning. Um, when I was, okay, no, Um, I'm like, how many hours do you have? (laughs) Now I like to tell the story because, um, it's unique, but it's also, um, I don't want to go too deep into the details, but when I initially started teaching yoga, it was literally a, a leap of faith. So like, um, it's been going on for a little under a decade now that I've been teaching, but started like 2015 ish, 2014, where it was like, um, I was just genuinely interested in the philosophy of yoga. And I remember I didn't know how to like embark on the learning of it. And I was just like, I'm going to sign up for a teacher training. I didn't have too much of an intention to teach. I was just like, I'm gonna sign up for a teacher training. And the first day I did my teacher training was my first actual time in a yoga studio and actually doing like a yoga practice. It's like crazy. That's crazy. And um, yeah. <laughs> so, so wait, so, how, did, how did you even hear about yoga? Because it's not like, so, every, um, I mean, it is everywhere now, but I'm for imagining. Sure. I think um, it was like a, a thread kind of because uh, I listen to a lot of like, I, I'm a hip hop fan. I love hip hop. Mm-hmm. Born and raised in the Bronx. It's like my home. So. Um, it was always a talk of like a third eye or keep your eye open or be woke, mm. all these things, you know? And I'm like, mm-hmm. what the hell does that mean? Like, you know, you, you could talk about it, but like, what does it mean? And it wasn't until I realized that um, there was actually philosophy, like back in mm. the third eye chakra, or at least just removing illusion or Maya, all these things. And I was just like, okay, there's more to this. And I started to read on it. And then aside from reading on it, it was just like, okay, if you wanted to take a deep dive, this, this is yoga, like practice yoga. And um, that was it where the interest came from. And okay. everything you know else just kind of unfolded. Do you know you were good at backbends before that? Hell no. <laughs> so crazy enough, I, I was already movement, re- like I was already doing things movement related. So I've been dancing for a long ass time. Like, okay, I'm that doesn't surprise dancing, me. Yeah, way before I was doing um, yoga. So for me, I got into the practice and we started doing asana and I was like, oh, this is, I got this. Like, this is easy. Not easy, but it was just like, okay, my body knows this, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was more the the mental approach that really kind of grounded me. And I was like, okay, I love this practice. Like, this mm-hmm. is more than just physical. So, yeah. It's so, it's so interesting because most of the people come to the practice the opposite way. I would say the mm-hmm. ma- majority of people is they come from the, the physical limb and not so much from the... Mm-hmm 
spiritual philosophy realm. So I, you're one of the first at, people I at spoke least to. in the states you're yes. talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Gianna. Thank you. Well, I so want to I- make that very clear because you're talking about a very specific lens. Yes, that- yes, that is true. Yeah. And my lens, I realize, is usually right. And you are right, Gianna, that like, you know, that is a very kind of but Western it, approach, but a lot of people, you know, at least in the West in the States are the States are in the West, um, are coming, <laughs> are really coming from the, from the physical. So I think it's really interesting that you kind of had the spiritual, lens prior or just like the eagerness to like learn about the subtle body the chakras and and so forth yeah wait how old were you for context i was i mean when the the interest started coming out i was probably like early teens like 14 15 but um i didn't start teaching how old are you now i am 30 i just turned 30 saturday last saturday oh happy birthday young buck young Young buck Buck. hey what do you got like four years of me like that 34, 38. I need to get my Botox. Look, Gianna, look. Yeah. So Botox. he literally is four years on you. I'm not yeah. going to talk about my age because I'm a lady. Um, but <laughs> I'm curious. Um, where was your first class in your first training? Um, so it was in Midtown. Well, not Midtown. It was like, I mean, you're familiar with New York, but like yeah. Herald Square kind of area, like okay. um, Port Authority kind of vibe. But it was a yoga studio named yoga to the people which i'm pretty sure somebody's going to hear knows. that and be like yeah, yeah. exactly um Everyone at that time yeah i mean if y'all want to talk about that uh, we can have a podcast no so, yeah. So, yeah maybe <laughs> i have some questions but i used to go to the one on saint mark's in the early yeah. 2000s when i was um like 2005 2004 mm-hmm. so that's like the yeah. the home base kind of vibe and they like expanded to different locations throughout the city mm-hmm. and um my first class was in a hot studio and it was like a hot vinyasa and I just like took the class, gave my deposit and I kind of like walked out. But the mm. training was held at that St. Mark's location, but they okay. had a bunch of different studios like throughout the city. So that what, was an umbrella what, company. What year was this? 2014, 2015. Okay. I had a lot. I've had a lot of friends go through their training as well. And I'm like, I'm wondering yeah. if I knew. I mean, who... Daniel. Um, oh, Daniel was at the same time as you? That part, me and Daniel like has crossed over because we've had uh, some history in yoga to the people But Daniel used to manage certain studios. And then I was kind of like, I became a manager myself. And then that's how I actually got to San Francisco. Daniel used to live in San Francisco because he was managing San Francisco studio in a Berkeley studio. Yeah. Okay. And um, I remember yeah. that he had, yeah, he had something going on with his family. And I think it was like a death or something, which I don't want to bring that up, but the, for the story. Yeah, he moved, yeah. Yeah, so he had to move, and I kind of like took his place in San Francisco managing those studios, and got it. That's how that California. And that one about. in San Francisco closed down in what year? Like twenty? Was it twenty twenty? Oh, okay. Yeah. Or no, actually, I... yeah, yeah, pandemic, because that's when everything started to like come up, and then yeah, yeah. Daniel then... can also do backbends. I was waiting for it. I, I don't Is that know like who I am? Am I just like no, no? I'm totally it? kidding. But I, when I, I do, when I no, but when I do do wheel pose, I do think of you in a very oh. loving way. And Daniel, where I'm like Daniel, that shouldn't be allowed. I don't think you have a lower back. That well, part. Daniel also like everything he can do, and I wish I knew his last name so we could like. <laughs> Maloney. Maloney. Where where is he around? I haven't seen him in forever. Yeah, he's he in New can... York. He's actually just got married. 
if you had nice. yeah. good for so. him well yeah he could press he can do like all kinds of I, you know it's funny like he was like the the model in our training so i just yeah. like sometimes like when i think back i'm like i just always think of daniel <laughs> you don't think about me no, no, I know so badly you want to be like, look at my drop bag. But to be honest, I don't care. Gianna gets terrified of my drop bags. She literally, yeah. when she when she sees me come up, she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, hey, just be happy. I got back up, bitch. Yeah, I got word, word. Okay. Um, so Kwame, yes. So you, you, getting back to you, you did your training. And then were you teaching right after that? Or did you wait? Yeah, so, um, I mean, just to be transparent, Yoga to the People had like a continuation kind of, of course, apprenticeship kind of vibe, but under the guise of apprenticeship, you could think um, it's I was I was teaching classes for free. You. Hell yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, so, free, free labor, exploitation, and mm-hmm. so on. Yes, but you know, teaching yoga is a, it's a it's a blessing. It's a it's service. A you it's should a service, you know? do it for free, right? Exactly. Like, yeah, forever. <laughs> so they had um like a twenty five like um, apprenticeship kind of process and you teach 25 classes through them unpaid. And um, after that, you can decide what they decide, I guess, if they wanted to like keep you on staff or if they Mm -hmm. decided like you weren't, you didn't make the cut kind of vibe, I guess. I don't know. But I taught 25. After teaching 25 classes for a, sorry, you're not hired, but thank you for the labor. (laughs) Exactly. Honestly, my studio did that too, where I did my Mm -hmm. training, but it wasn't 25 classes. It was three months. I how don't, do I don't know how many I taught. I never got right. paid. How do you measure that? You just like, I never got paid. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not a part that I want to relive to, but no, I'm but it, it's, <laughs> for the sake of the podcast and for any like newer teachers listening, I do think it's important to say that like mm-hmm. something about exploitation and like not falling victim to being like free labor. Um, unless there's like a discussed exchange of some sort, if there's like yeah. a barter system, For me personally, I do still think back on that time. And I think that um, it allowed me a period to feel more comfortable because I was very insecure about it. So that's the blessing out of it that I I take. I'm like, okay, I don't think I would have went on an audition or tried to get a job if I didn't have a time where I was just kind of like practicing. Right. And I think that's important to note because I think... um that's exactly like the pros and cons like looking back on it it's like free labor for sure but like I had the experience of teaching I had a place to teach that I didn't have to like audition for and go through that anxiety of like trying to get something Mm -hmm. and not having any experience you know and also kind of like had a chance like build my chops so it's like it worked in that sense Mm -hmm. and um yeah like I'm, I'm grateful for it in that sense but um like you said I think the, the ignorance of just not knowing everything else that I know yeah. now mm-hmm. is kind of like I felt it was it's what you have to do you know and yeah. it, it it wasn't exactly that you know yeah there's such ignorance and I think it you know that thing that we just joked about like being of service and that that this is a service that you're supposed to provide for free and it's not just yoga it's a lot of different uh, different modalities in in I guess like alternative health, health wellness and wellness or, yeah. like yeah. realm where it like puts this, um, I don't know if it's shame necessarily, but it puts like some form of like shame or pressure in like knowing your worth and like asking yes. for that mm-hmm. and like treating it as a business because it is a business. Mm-hmm. Right. But you, um, I don't know if you ever noticed it, but the people who are like, it's a service, or at least in my experience, it's a service. So usually the people who are like, 
chilling. Like they got the money. Like they're yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. Like, oh, they're good already, you know. So like, I um, I don't know. I I've, I've really had to put that hat on. I'm just like, as much as this is a service, and I do feel like I am in service. It's a business too. Like, and we all have to make money. I don't know if you sit back and think about it, but like, yoga is a three billion dollar industry. Like, yeah. somebody is making that somewhere. So. Well, I can't pay my rent or feed myself with like karma. So right, right. Hit a source spot. It was like Yeah. It's kind of like dancing back in the day. Like you dance for a promotion. And I'm like, Oh yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. For oh, sure. Can't yeah. Bills, promotion. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay. I have so a l- getting oh sorry. You I was just saying of- I have a lot of friends that are dancers and I feel anyone anyone and I'm not, uh, in this kind of, uh, I'm, I use this term loosely, the creative fields, like mm-hmm. any kind of artist or like yoga teacher or, you know, it, they're, it, they're so often asked to do their job for free or for promotion, which is like, yeah, like, like big corporations exposure. will like, hey, this right. is exposure. I'm like, I don't need exposure. I need money, bitch. <laughs> right. Like, I don't care who knows me. I want to go home. Yeah, yeah seriously. I want to be able to like- pay my rent. But the exposure, but again, the exposure does help because I know like yoga to the people was like one of the main names in New York for a while of like places. There's like Jiva Mukti, there's yoga to the people. I mean, now Y7's been in the last couple of years, but I'm talking, you know, more specific early 2000s and then the 2010s. Yeah. Um, but I want to, I want to follow along your trajectory. So you did start, you did your 25 classes, you started teaching there. Was it full time? Not exactly. I was working at Home Depot at the time. Nice. Yeah, I worked there. The curtain. Oh, did, did you? you? Really? Were you? Were you holding wood? He did not work. <laughs> no, you did not. No, you did not. <laughs> I was. Well, gonna man, I was to... not expecting that, and that was really good. I was very, very impressive. I'm like, but I'm boom, bitch. <laughs> Um, I was not only holding the wood, I was selling it. So, uh, I was holding it as many, as many pieces of wood as I could. You hold. did not work at Home Depot, Bradshaw. I never. I know. You're such a liar. Aren't I good at lying though? Yeah, I don't like it. But, oh, wait, wait, Kwame, this is for real. Bradshaw lies to me and like all the time, he, like all the time. And I'll know that he's lying and like, I have to like do this dance of like, I know you're lying. <laughs> and he's like, I'm like, but why? Like, why not just tell me the truth? He's like, I just think it's more fun. It is though. <laughs> like I'll probably message you just like that. A hundred percent. Well, cause Gianna, Gianna is honest to a fault. Like yeah, there are some true. things that you want people just lie about. You know, uh-huh. just like, like just stupid shit. You know what I mean? Like, what do you do? You like this piece of art, or whatever. She's like, no, I hate it. I'm like, well, I just bought it, and it's now hanging on my wall. She's like, well, I still don't like it. And I'm like, okay, just lie, just lie. Right. Like, like I'm not gonna go into some. She thought this picture of my. Oh mother, my goodness! She I thought this picture don't... of my dead mother was Michael Jackson. It looks like Michael <laughs> Jackson, Kwame. Doesn't that look it does, like Michael? I'm, okay, I'm, I'm I... laughing at the joke. It, it, it's a lot. Whatever. Excuse me. Now you can't unsee it because it I does can't. look like Michael Jackson. You didn't, know, you didn't know that my mom was actually the youngest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was telling him, Kwame, like he always asked me like decorating advice. And it was like, and then you could move this over here by your picture of Michael Jackson. And he's like, what picture? Michael, of Michael Jackson. Jackson? Like, <laughs> I'm like, what picture of Michael Jackson? She's like, that picture. And I'm like, that is my mother. <laughs> 
and I just fell on the couch, no, like dead. crying. And then I'm we had, and then no, but here's the thing: they caught me. We no, had wait, like, three wait, people over on. my house. Hold on, and then I go. Well, it's not a very good painting, and you're like, my cousin painted. <laughs> my cousin's it's worse. It gets worse. It gets worse. Oh, she dig, she she dug herself deep, and then I had a couple friends come over. We we're having some white claws, and I was like, "What do you think that looks like?" They go, "Michael Jackson." So and I, I was, was like, not wrong. so I guess it actually, right. really and now, now, right. but now I'm like keeping it up. Cause I'm just like, I, I kind of love it. Look like, it's like, you but know, you, it's you the homage to the late and great Michael Jackson and Francesca. Devo. Devo. <laughs> I mean, your, your mother's a beautiful woman. If you saw a picture of his mother and, and then that you're like, that's not her, but I can't stop seeing it. But listen, I had like guilt for like 24 hours after that conversation. And I really was like, okay, I need to tone it down with just saying everything that's on my mind. Yeah, you really do. But let's get back to Kwame. So Kwame, we literally could just, we just literally shoot the shit for hours. So, okay. So you're teaching part-time, working at Home Depot. I'm selling wood. You're Mm -hmm. buying it. (laughs) And Exchanging. No, so, um. I was at Home Depot part-time. No, I was actually full-time at Home Depot and then part-time teaching. And um, I was teaching maybe like three to four classes a week. And then um, there was an opportunity to work at one of the studios. So um, like checking classes in, doing like maintenance stuff, all like behind the scenes work. So I went down to part-time and started to pick up like shifts at the studio, doing like the behind the scenes shift. And then I took another training, which was not labeled as big room but it was the 26 and 2 it was like the high practice okay. yeah and, um, that's how everyone does it now they just don't call it big room and they just, exactly like, they like, like that was the trademark it's like not bigger well it yeah. probably <laughs> i don't know if those trainings are exactly the same though i would imagine they're way less strict for sure because i mean yeah. big room was like big, he was like standing on people i don't like it's crazy yeah. whatever but yeah. um 26 and 2 did that and then that it kind of like so Yoga to the People had like Vinyasa Studios and then he also had like hot 26 and 2 style studios. So that opened up a little more teaching opportunity for me. And I was teaching not just Vinyasa classes, but also hot classes. So that like put a little more onto my schedule. And then it got to a point where the man, oh, excuse me, the owner of Yoga to the People right. took an interest. Yes. Oh, good. Yes. So, um, <laughs> I just want to say his name. Sorry. Right. And I mean, I, I'm not trying to like not, but it's just it's stuff there that we can like yeah. peel back, mm-hmm. you know, but um, he started to take an interest and he was like, I have these other, you know, places alone in other places like Florida, California, all these things that he was just like laying out. And he was like, um, we just need a little more support there. Like, how do you feel about traveling to these places? And I'm like, I can't do that if I got like a job, blah, 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 blah. And then Things were discussed. I became a manager. And then after me becoming a manager at one of the studios in Brooklyn, Williamsburg, I started to like shift around with that title. So I was just managing a bunch of different studios or at least like floating around as like a manager. Were you making money? Yeah. So like um I became salaried okay. when I was a manager. Okay. okay. And um that helped a lot, but I learned very quickly I don't like managing. I'm not oh a I'm, God, not manager. No. I'm not the manager type, like. It, it's yeah. just dealing with people, especially people older than me at the time. I was like in my 20s and dealing with like 30, 40 year olds who like just, you know, it just didn't work out in a way that it was just comfortable. Mm-hmm. It was just not easy, you know, but um, traveled. I moved to Florida for like three months and then so after sorry. Florida. Yeah. Wait, which came part? back to New York. 
I was in Winter Garden. I don't know if you know about Winter Garden, but Winter, winter, winter I know, Garden. I know Winter Park near Orlando. Yeah, so it's it's literally. I feel like people go to Winter Garden if they go into Disney World. Like that's the only reason why. Okay. Like it's not even a. Did you love it? No. <laughs> like I'm from New York, but you got to think like Florida. I know. Was, like, I like I, I can't imagine like being born and raised in Brooklyn and then moving to New York. I mean, moving to fucking Florida, I would have been like, uh, I'm, this is the like, worst. Well, so many New Yorkers move to Florida, but not that part of Florida. Not th- not ones that are young. They're literally yeah. 99 and a half. No, that are you part. kidding me? Exactly. You well, retire there. Well, yes, there's the retirement community, but I'm also talking about young people are like flocking to Miami from Manhattan to Miami, like. Right. But then, like well, Miami. Miami is Miami is right. Like, <laughs> Miami. I know Miami wants to like. Be Whenever I go thing. to Miami, I'm like, I gotta leave because I am gonna get into trouble. Three days max, baby. Because if well, when I'm in I Miami, mean, yeah, but you woo! say that you say that about New York, and also and like, yeah, I feel like I've heard you say that about. I would New York also, but same, same thing in New York. In New York, I would be <laughs> literally dead. I would so be actually dead. In New why? York. I mean, you're it's you too in much. Chicago. That's true. That's true. At least I got a little space here. If I like Miami, everyone is hot. Like I'm mm-hmm. a Chicago, like I'm I'm hot. You, in Chicago. you keep thinking you're no, I am a higher Gianna, number than Gianna, you are. I am That's... very very attractive and I have a good personality. What is it, a Chicago eight? Is that what we are? Yeah, are still... I'm a Chicago okay. eight and I'm like a New York two, and I'm a Miami negative four. I literally feel like a white piece of trash, like an actual piece of trash oh. on the beach when I go to Miami. Um, but the thing is, I always get dick there. Always okay. It's like it's like it's like it's like the it's like I know how, we're how, like like it's happening and I'm like, I'm like how is this happening? So okay. getting back to you, well, Kwame. First, you, for me, I'm, I don't know how to handle you being. I'm that here for oh, I love it. I'm here for it. Okay. okay, Kwame. So getting back to you, just keep interrupting me, Kwame. It's embarrassing. Um, <laughs> Where were we? So you were managing studios. You realized you were in the managing type. And you then you did what some happened? time in Florida. And then yeah, I did some did time. time. Yes. <laughs> I did some time. <laughs> it feels like that. I could imagine. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> sorry. Bad, bad choice of words. Yes. No, but it, yeah, I, I did some time, came back home. And then um, I think I spent maybe like another three months here. And that was when I got the call from. Um, Daniel and we kind of set up the arrangement to kind of switch spots for me to go to California and then I moved to San Francisco and then that's when that started and I was like nice 2018 ish yeah 2017 2018 how long were you in San Francisco for um I was in San Francisco for about two years and then I was in Oakland for another two maybe okay Mm-hmm. What? So were were you only teaching for yoga to the people while you were there, or did you start to branch out? So yeah, I uh I was only teaching for yoga to the people because I was managing through them. So I was oh, like okay. yeah. managing the studios, and I had to like just run everything. And yeah. shortly after that, me and Greg had a falling out, and then that kind of I was in California with like no safety net like I literally moved yeah. to California just by myself so it was literally just me and I had this the the comfort of just having that job to support yeah. me mm-hmm. but um after that fell through I was like oh I'm in California now no safety net and I don't yeah. want to go back home because I'm like I'm here I've I've, mm-hmm. I've wanted to live in California for like all of my life but I didn't think I was going to be in San Francisco I thought I was going to be in like LA or like doing everything yeah. in Southern California um so yeah I had to like branch out and it wasn't hard. I think like I'm, I'm lucky in that sense, but just shopping myself around to some of the Oakland studios and just putting my name out there came relatively easy. And 
I just picked oh, up good. a lot of, you know, the independent stuff. So I think my, in my, in my personal opinion, my real career started like at that point. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Because you weren't necessarily like tied to a management job or like a studio. Right. What, you get what, more experience of just like actually the yoga teacher or hustle. Story, right. Mm-hmm. Which is it's a whole other. Yeah. <laughs> I, had, I had to learn quick. Like I had to learn. Yeah. What was the like in terms? I mean, you have you know, New York City extremely expensive, San Francisco extremely expensive, and that you have part. like a, a very supported. You know, you have family and friends in New York City, and then finding yourself in San Francisco, not you know, not having the family and the support, and even when you had the job, I, I don't know. Whenever I'm there, and I've spent a couple of weeks there at a time, I'm just like, how did I just spend a thousand dollars in in like? Four weeks? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I the money, it's like literally money fault. It's like, I don't even, I walked on the street and spent $50. I don't know where, well, I did buy a lot of stuff when I was there, but. You were going shopping at like. I was shopping a lot, but, but still, (laughs) but still, I mean, like. I remember like there was, there was a day, I forgot what what, uh, training it was, but I remember the the day when you went and you bought a dress. It was like a, it wasn't, it was probably like yellow, blue. I forgot it was all the colors, but you came, you didn't have the dress on first mo- per, uh, period of the morning, but you came back second period with a whole new dress. And I'm like, where the hell, like, where did Bradshaw go and make a like, whole purchase? Yeah. Shopping. <laughs> yeah, just down Valencia, dangerous yeah. for you. I know, seriously. But how, how was that for you? Just like, I, was it hard? Like, it, I imagine it would be so hard. Maybe that's in my head. I don't know. For sure. I think, um, I don't know. So it, it's funny because my friend actually mentioned it to me when I moved there, but he was like, you just moved from one expensive ass city to another. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you didn't even like upgrade or like that. Like you just like same shit. So I'm already used to the idea of like things are expensive. Like yeah. it's just yeah. how it is, you know, and um, San Francisco is probably just a tad more expensive than Oakland. Not too much of a difference, but Oakland, I mm-hmm. feel like was a little more feasible, you know, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know. I felt like I got really lucky. Like I remember when I initially moved from San Francisco, I was like house hopping for a bit, but then one of my students from a class that I taught had a friend who was just leaving her studio apartment in Oakland. And she was mm-hmm. like, I don't want to give this to somebody who was like, it was like rent controlled, all this stuff. He was like, I don't mm-hmm. want to give this to somebody who is not going to take advantage. Like I want to keep it mm-hmm. in, in, in a space where like I can help somebody, you know? So that was something that I found that was like, I can keep my rent cheap and still be able yeah. to afford things. So that was easy. And then, um, I was, I was, I was hustling. I also saved a lot of money too. So I was like very yeah. frugal, like for a long time, yeah. you know? So I wasn't, I'm not a, I'm, I'm hella basic. Like I'm so basic. Like I don't need a lot. I shop, but even when I shop, like, I don't know, I'll, I'll buy like the most expensive thing and then I'll wear it like once and I'll hang it up. Like I, I'm, I'm basic. I like to wear Crocs and slides. Like I'm chilling. Yeah. I like sweatpants. I put on clothes when I go out, <laughs> but like I'm, I'm chilling most of the time, you know? So I'm, I'm not expensive. I'm a basic bitch, basically. <laughs> um, I wish I was a basic bitch. No, you're not. <laughs> I mean, I... I, I wish I was just a little more basic. <laughs> yeah, yesterday you said you're going to, like, stop spending money on coffee, but that's such a lie. Like, you're... I, did I say that? I never said that. You're... Well, your sister said it. You're like, you're not going to... Oh, no, I've been... Yeah, yeah, I've been trying to be more frugal. I really have been trying to be more frugal. <laughs> I ate Gianna. I ate so many times in at my sister's house. I was very impressed because I'm usually like, let's just go out to eat. But like now, I mean, it's always been expensive, expensive Kwame. But like now, it's the same. In, it's the same in Chicago. It's like, oh, you go out to eat. You have a you have a drink and a meal. It's sixty dollars at mm-hmm. least. And right. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> that burger wasn't even good. 
that far. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's crazy. I, I just left Chicago for a year and coming back. I'm like, wait, when did like rent well, get but also, this high up? Gianna, you literally were in Florida and you're saying rent was even more expensive. Yeah. So this in is Florida? Yeah, I'll tell like Garros. Garros. Okay, hold on. I was trying to I was thinking that I was gonna stay in Miami. So I was apartment searching down there, and the rent in Miami is higher than San Francisco and New York. And the quality is not as good. Like right now, I'm I'm getting, I have a two bedroom with everything brand new for whatever, let's just pretend X number of dollars Mm -hmm. in, in Miami, you'd be lucky to get a like small efficiency that doesn't have AC for this price. If you could even find it. So Miami, I don't know what the hell happened there. New York dipped during the pandemic, but now it's higher than ever. And Never. actually San Francisco went down during the pandemic and it's kind of like flatlining or maybe going further down because people are not going back to office. No. Businesses are closing up left and right, especially in the downtown Where G- area in San Francisco. In San in the, Francisco? Yeah. The entire um, like commerce district around Union Squares, like the vacancies yeah. left and right. They're actually yeah. really, really struggling because- since people have been working for home, they're not going back. And so rent is not able to go back to where it was before pandemic. So there right. we'll see what happens. We'll put a little question mark on San Francisco. Still expensive, like compared to Chicago and middle America, but it's not what it was. For sure. I think um, the, I'm not gonna say it's a trick, but like, if you know, you know, it's like, you don't move to San Francisco to be in San Francisco. Like, yeah, that's like, it's like moving to New York City and living in Manhattan. It's like, yeah you're choosing the spot that is the most expensive because that's the pull. But like, yeah. if I'm moving to New York City, like I'm in a borough, which like there are five boroughs. You don't, yeah. you don't have to be in Manhattan, you know, but yeah. it's it's possible everywhere else. But it's just, you got to find it. You got to know, you know? So like Oakland for me, like there's like the city of Oakland. And then mm-hmm. I was a little further up from downtown Oakland and it wasn't as expensive where I was. Mm-hmm. So, so I was chilling, you so know? So what's your favorite New York City borough? I mean, so, I mean, Bradshaw said Brooklyn earlier, but I'm born and raised in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Personal. Um, so you're going to choose that as your favorite? That is. That, like, okay. it, nothing compares. Like, it really is not the same anywhere else. Just, okay. It's just not. I need also, to spend more um, time in the Bronx. I feel like I've only used to go there for certain restaurants, uh, the Bronx the Museum Yankees, the and Yankees. the Yankees. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's <laughs> like, like they... I'm not going to say the only thing, but. Do Most sell- people who are not living there is that that's like the draw. But I was also yeah. like on Long Island for my childhood, and then we went to I was born in Queens, Long Island. Then um, I mean, Long Island we claim, but it's kind of like no one, I'm no, joking, yeah, I'm it, yeah, I'm no, it's, it's, it's like the ugly stepsister. Like, but where I was living, where were you so- in Queens? You, I didn't know you were born in Queens. Yeah, I was born in Flushing, but my whole family is from either Ozone Park or Flushing. So, mm. and that's where my parents. Flesh- were What's Flushing? Is that Flushing? Like, right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you saying it like it's wait? Flush- is that in Queens? Flushing, yes, yeah. it's in Queens. When I was living there, Astoria was- is also in Queens. It, mm. it is. That's like. I get confused though. Okay, so there, so there are boroughs. Oh, there's God. five boroughs. Yes, yes, yes. And then, and then, do you think you can name them all? They're Brooklyn, yeah. Quiz. The Bronx, uh-huh. Queens, yeah. 
Oh, it's one starts. Um, one starts with an H. One starts with an H. Uh, yeah, Manhattan. Yeah, Manhattan. Manhattan. But where's the H? And then um, the fifth one. Harlem. Harlem. No, no, no. no. <laughs> that's, a, that's an area. Oh. Um, uh, okay, it begins with an man. S. Where am I right now? Saks Fifth Avenue. No, he he actually has no clue where you are. Staten Island. A lot oh, of, Staten Island. I don't consider defense, Staten Island. Is Staten Island really one? New York yeah. doesn't consider Staten Island to be a borough. That's you're but fine. it is a borough. Yeah, <laughs> technically yeah, it is. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Harlem. Anyway, I, didn't even, I I thought I thought Staten Island was part of New Jersey. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you you yeah, know what send- is this that you could, that you sent me? Oh yeah, we have merch. That's your okay. merch. Can you actually open it later? Um, okay. Anyway, getting back okay, to Kwame. So and all Kwame of, I'm so sorry. This is, I want to know, we want to, we want to get to funny stories, but I want to know how you, um, transitioned throughout the last few years of pandemics. I know that obviously not only all- that, but you're now <clears throat> teaching online at glow, which is a huge deal. That's yeah. a uh, thank so you. Like, yeah. Congratulations on that. And like, tell us about it. So like, obviously lockdown, everything went virtual and we stayed virtual for a while. And then what mm-hmm. happened? Um, I think pandemic, I mean, there's a lot that I can share about pandemic and the shifts from then, but as far as career goes, the online stuff has just been like growing like a lot more. I think I I lean more towards online versus like Mm. in-person stuff, even though I enjoy the in-person classes, but I only teach three classes in person as of now. Mm. Um, everything else. No, not at all. Brooklyn. (laughs) There's like not even that far, but I mean, I drive, it's not too crazy. Um, but I teach privates. I have like um, trainings. I do a lot of like teacher trainings, like stepping in. Um, Glow, I teach for Glow. I mean, it's two official classes and I feel like that's about it. Like retreats and workshops well, you're, coming you're up. Also, but like other than that. I thought you had another online thing. I can't remember the name. But yeah, yoga anytime, which that to me is like not exactly the same as Glow because Glow I'm consistently filming for. Versus mm-hmm. like yoga anytime I would uh, go to California and film on set. And then those would come out after I filmed. So I remember those, but those are, they're available online. They're like on the website, but glow, I think it's, it's consistent. Like I'm always teaching for glow. So it pops up to my mind. So the glow is live. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, how, how did that come about? Um, so crazy enough, I didn't even know this when I initially got the call, but Jason had, I think they reached out to Jason about like just teachers that he thought would be like good for the platform. And he reached out to a bunch of teachers from the training. And I think it was me and like five or six other people and everybody did like audition videos. And that was the one that they chose. That's awesome. Yeah. From that we did, um, it took actually like probably like a year or a year and a half before I actually started teaching because there was a lot of back and forth and I was traveling. But then when it became official, it was like, okay, yeah. And we're here now. Yeah, that's amazing. Are you enjoying it? Yeah, it's fun. I think um, I'm getting more comfortable being in a room talking to myself. Yeah. Which like, if that makes sense, you know. Um, um, I do that. I mean, I do that all the time. That part, but without a camera, you know? So now I'm just like... No, I have a camera always. Oh, yeah, excuse me. It is really weird, though, because especially when you're used to queuing to feedback, it's a big yeah. adjustment. Like, if you're like... Oh, you're like, did that land? 
Yes. You're like, oh, people usually like if you're seeing students, for those of you listening, like sometimes you'll see people like who could, you know, bend their knee a little bit more. I'm just throwing something out there. And it, when you're not seeing that, it's like, do you just leave space? Right. Do you, do you add in cues mm-hmm. or of what you think most people are doing at home? Mm-hmm. Like, like how do you, you know, I I can imagine the adjustment period and the challenge yeah. of that. And I mean, I've been on in front of camera before, so it wasn't even that, like, I feel like I was still getting used to. Mm-hmm. And then when it came a thing of like me filming myself, or at least just holding, my, uh, putting the camera up and doing my own thing, it was like, mm-hmm. how can I make this comfortable for me? And I think it's been a really good learning process of just being comfortable with my approach yeah. to the practice, yeah. you yeah. know? And I think um, like along the lines of what you're saying, when you're teaching, you have that feedback, you can kind of teach based Read on what's room. being presented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think um, for me, especially in teaching lately, it's been like, what do I want to talk about? What do I want to share? Mm-hmm. And like, I don't have to think about like, if you enjoy it, you'll click the video and you'll stay around. If you don't enjoy mm-hmm. it, you'll, you know, move on. It's that easy, you know? So I don't, you know, get into my, t- to my head too much about like, am I pleasing somebody? It's just like, no, nah, yeah. y'all, if y'all are here, y'all want to hear the bullshit that's going on in my head and how I think about this, like, I'm going to talk about it. And I'm happy to have 30, 45 minutes to just like preach the yeah. randomness going on in my head, you know? Yeah. How long are the classes? So um, it's getting shorter, which I have a, I have a feeling about now, but um, there, it was 45 minute practices. They do have a bunch of 30 minute practices. Now they're trying out like 20 minute and 15 minute styles. Well, which... that's also very much like, I, so my sister has a Peloton. I've never had a Peloton, but we actually did a lot of the workouts while I was at her house because I still wanted to work out. And there's so many 20 minute workouts, 10 minute, 20 minutes, so many. Right. And I was like, and I, yeah. I mean, which is fine, but it's just like, I want to work out for at least a half an hour. I don't know. That part. Yeah, that but part. I don't want to sit on a bicycle for an hour. No, no, I mean, no. But it's not, it's not all bicycle workouts. There's yoga, there's weights, there's, there's right. like all these uh, yeah, different okay. types of workouts. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not on Glow, but Bradshaw is, and sometimes I use his account. <laughs> and so, Glow Netflix vibe. Go yeah, ahead. don't don't make any restrictions because I don't want to spend more money. Um, but anyway, thank you for having your membership, Bradshaw. Um, but when I poke around on there, I I do like how they have all these different increments. Mm-hmm. I haven't tried anything as short as a. 15 or 20 minute, but I would imagine if I were to click on it, it would be something if I were as a, as a, you know, a user, I would want something super basic. Like I would not want to like, I would want to just sit there and maybe just have some stretches, maybe a meditation or something Mm -hmm. like that. Like Mm -hmm. how do you even do a full flow? But I, I look forward to checking that out. That's exactly, excuse me. That's exactly like my, I guess, qualm with everything. It's like, we're getting to a point where like everything is faster, everything is shorter and like, Mm -hmm. that's fine. But I'm like, what do you, what are we getting, you know, from like 10 minutes, 20 minutes, like I get like a salutation practice or like a a sit pranayama kind Mm -hmm. of vibe, but like Mm -hmm. we're, I don't know. I'm, we're getting further and further away in my opinion of like, Uh, yeah. Like building presence and awareness and all of that. Like sometimes it takes 20 minutes for somebody to like actually drop in, you know, 100%. And actually all last week I was playing with warmer, longer warmups. And I was looking at the clock when I finally started salutations was like 18 minutes into class. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I really freaking like that. I was like, I mean, yeah. 
You know, I got a lot of compliments too. Right. I, Brad, Brad Bradshaw's good. probably sick of sick of me hearing it. I've been telling him all my com- compliments. Jana <laughs> needs to tell me every single compliment, like when, especially when she teaches my class, because I'll give her my classes, and she'd be like, "Um, some students came to me after the class, and I subbed for you, and they said that they loved it." <laughs> They tell me exactly who they were. And, um... Yeah, exactly. Like, no, because no. they're not allowed anywhere. No, <laughs> but here's, here's the funny thing, Kwame. And I I mean, with you taking some distance from studios, I'm sure this has doesn't happen often. But like, because Bradshaw and I do so much together and people know us, and most people know, if I've been gone for a year, most people mm-hmm. know him. Mm-hmm. And then when they meet me, they do, and they know we work together. They do this comparison game that I think is really funny. So like sometimes right. I'll be like, yep, I heard some more comparisons. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also very funny because like Gianna and I have a similar outlook on teaching, but we teach so we're, we're different people. We teach really right. differently. But we also so, have the Jason influence, whereas I'm sure like mm-hmm. so do you yes. and so does yeah. so everyone else. So mm-hmm. you will find a thread of similarity. Yeah, a thread for sure. But like people are like, I'm like, but we're different teachers. We like say and do things differently. Oh my we're God. Not, like 100%. we're not the carbon copy of each other. Right. Yeah. But I can imagine also now that you are online, how feedback is and, and especially oh, yeah. being for corporate, what is that like? Does, are there like higher ups that glow that are like, Hey, can we give you some feedback or do you, is it more just like user-based, like people commenting it, and interacting? It's user-based, um, yeah. commenting, interacting, and they would do, mm-hmm. so just a little bit of like behind the scenes, but like at the end of every month, they'll like give you like metrics, you know, like okay. comments, feedback views count all these things and um you can see all that stuff i don't think i've ever had a conversation with anybody about like in the higher ups as far as like we would want you to do this or teach this way i think it was a suggestion at the beginning of like do you want to teach multiple styles of yoga and i was just very Mm. specific like yeah i want to teach vinyasa like maybe there'll be moments where like i'll have a moment where i want to teach a restorative but i'm not like the restorative teacher you know yeah Mm -hmm. so um, they wanted that at the beginning. And I was just like, that's, that's just not me, you know? Yeah. But as you far as the, the feedback, I'm like, I, I get it monthly. Sometimes I, I really look at it because it just, it's just daunting. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure y'all yeah, know y'all talk about it a lot as far as like, like class pass and all these things. Like feedback is kind of like, yeah. it's cool, but it is also, super you can get into your head about it. It's subjective and superficial yeah. in a lot of that, ways, you yeah. know? That was honestly, it's me sound weird, but like one of the biggest things that I took from Jason's training, because I used to sit and look up every review and like, and I used to obsess, there could be like everyone, it's like, there could be 300 great reviews and then one really shitty one. And you focus Mm -hmm. on the really shitty one, it's like me and everybody else. But he's like, don't look at reviews. Yeah. Like, why are you looking at reviews? And I'm just like Mm -hmm. that. And I, and since that point, I do not look at reviews. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, over. if something's really, if something's really bad or like something needs to be addressed, my managers will bring it up to me. Yeah, right. that's true. You know, um, I just remembered that in 2018, I interviewed for a position at glow for the quality assurance position. Mm. Um, and I went through four rounds of interviews. It was a lot. I think, uh, I, I was think I was very close to getting the job. I don't know why I didn't, but I, I had just come out of my first 300 hour training. So, mm-hmm. and it was very uh, important to them for someone to at least have a 500 hour and a certain number of years of teaching, which I did, but yeah, it was like four rounds of interviews and what that position, I don't know if it even exists right now, but they wanted someone to basically watch a lot of the 
practices and practice along with them and even be on set when it was in person, all the in-person shoots to um, be like, oh, do they you- do in-person shoots anymore? Well, since pandemic, I think it's changed. I don't, yeah, I think it's slowed down, but I don't, I haven't seen anything on the site as far as like studio or like in a, in a actual like set on a set, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, that's a fun little fact, but we are nearing the hour. I want you to first let people know where they could find you both Instagram, tell them about glow, tell them about your style of teaching yeah. and then we'll get to our funny stories. <laughs> Um, well, I'm Kwame, if you don't know already. Um, my Instagram handle, I3, so you can actually spell that out, E-Y-E, period, T-H-R-E-E. Um, website, if you're interested, I3Yoga, you can just put it .com at the end of that. And um, I have all the listings. I teach in Brooklyn in person, so if you're ever around, Arise Yoga is the studio. They also have one in Oakland that I pop over. Uh, I pop to sometimes on the West Coast when I'm there. Um teach workshops I have retreats coming up I have a retreat coming up in Costa Rica I have a retreat coming up in Mexico next year so if you're interested Amazing. all these things you can like pop on the website you can see all these things um cool. as far as me and teaching teach vinyasa like I'm very much passionate about the physicality of this practice which I think that's what kind of all brought us to Jason you know but um I'm very much into the philosophy I'm into the subtle body as you know and a lot of my classes kind of not kind of, it's, it's aimed towards using this philosophy to just support a lot of mental health. You know, nice. I'm a big, uh, I have a lot of, a lot of stuff going on as far as mental health. So for me, the practice physical and mental is just my saving grace for mm. everything. And I want to share that with everybody, you know, so that'll be my approach. We jam a lot too. Like I play a lot of hip hop in my yoga classes. If I have that ability to teach, to teach with sound, you know, nice. but I have fun. I try to be really raw and vulnerable and just, down to earth because I don't think the practice is asking you to be any other way. So I'm down that. to gym. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, that's beautiful. do you know do you know Kendrick Lamar? He's a rapper. No, nah, I think <laughs> I mean maybe no. <laughs> you were so stupid. I'm so stupid. I really do I love Kendrick Lamar. I love everything about him. Who's your him favorite so rapper, Kwame? Um <laughs> Kendrick Lamar. No, uh, Nipsey Hustle. Okay. I don't know who that is. Gianna, don't act like you know. Well, I just say don't okay act like when you know. I don't I know. like when you lie. <laughs> How is saying okay? Yeah, she's a, lie. a liar. See, Kwame, she lies. But if I, I lie. no, I, I just don't say anything that's still truthful. I'm not going to pretend I know him. But I'm not gonna, okay. You're like, I, okay. But I, but I literally have the most basic, like, white girl knowledge of rappers. So don't. You have the, I mean, I love you, me. you have the Don't even ask. No, no, no. You have the most don't. basic white girl music taste. Yes. <laughs> and you know. But you cannot even name wait, wait. one music. Are you a Swifter? Like. Are you a Swifter? No, I'm not. I'm yes, not. she okay. is. Yes, she loves no, Okay, Swift. hold on. Don't let I, her lie to you. Don't let her lie I, to you. Did I go to the Evermore tour or whatever the fuck it was called? I mean, you know about it. I even know about yeah. the Evermore. I would even know. What is it called again? The Era Store. And Era I can't Store. There's like, no, I mean, like, she's I did fine, not go so. to that. I don't, I have listened to and will listen to Have you listened to, to the Beyonce Swift. album from beginning to end? Yes. And I literally <laughs> you know cannot understand the obsession with Beyonce, <laughs> you, Gianna, Rihanna, oh, Gianna, do not Madonna. No, like, I don't care. Yeah, you're going to get canceled I actually somewhere. Think to, yeah, you're going to get canceled. I can't no, work with you anymore. Obsession with certain with musicians. Like, even when... Beatles fandomonium happened. Like I just don't understand fandomonium. That's what okay. It is. Well, I saw Beyonce twice, and I literally thought I died and went to heaven. Yeah, it's you, literally. 
the best you thing told, I've ever seen in my entire life. No, I can never idolize Beyonce. What is so okay? I'm gonna stop. I don't, know if seen the trend. I don't know if y'all seen the video, the viral like uh the concert and at the moment where everybody's like quiet, stop, everything stop. Have you yeah. seen that? No, yeah, everybody on mute. Uh-huh. Should I? And everybody's been like fucking it up. Like, well, I have a new, a new respect for her. Okay, let's get real here. What are okay. your funny funny stories of the um? Week? All right, so I kind of been trying to like figure it out since we started the podcast, but I think um, I think in a room of funny, I guess it's funny, but I think a cool moment, and I had a laugh out of it. I remember I told a class maybe two months ago, and I was really just having a day where I was just like open about a lot of thoughts and I was like I, don't, I just want y'all to know like I had this dream that one day I was going to have a class and it was all going to like sing a song that was on like we're going to have a big sing-along it was like a whole jam and um I was playing Killing Me Softly Lauren Hill and there was one student who actually just started like going off like she was singing and I'm like all right hey y'all go ahead and then the next person like joined in and then the whole room at one point was like, no. yeah, like the whole room. <laughs> 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 we like jamming. And I'm like, oh. all right, I'm not even teaching no more. I'm just like, yeah. And then we jamming. And then, you know, the part, I don't know if you know, like, she's like, nah, 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 right. And I'm like, all right, who wants to know? And I'm like, yeah. nobody. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, we had, we had it. Like, we just yeah. going somewhere, right? And we just like dropped it. But like, that was a moment that I think to me, I'm never going to forget, but it was just hilarious. Cause I'm like, we literally like stopped, not stopped yoga. We were like in Tadasana, but like everybody's like, yeah. like a whole gym. <laughs> it's also so, I mean, she's the yeah. best. Yeah. Like they're going on to, she's going on tour the Fuji's again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just I seen, um, I have a friend who, my, my students come to me with all the, you know, Lauren Hill's doing this and Erica Bajan yeah. too. Cause I play all this in my class. And yeah, like, yeah. They told me all about it, so. Erica Badu is literally so entertaining on Instagram. I'm obsessed with her. That's like my unofficial aunt. I'm like, she's living <laughs> her life. Fuck, yeah. bag lady. Um, yes, I, I play bag lady all the time in class. Uh, a funny, I have a funny story, which was, uh, which is, and one of the studios that we that Jan and I teach at, there's these big garage doors, mm. and in one of the really big rooms, you can fit like 70 people, and obviously we see people. It's a very busy street. So we see people walking by and I have this, this impulse, I have many impulses, but when I see (laughs) dogs, like cute dogs, I have to be like, oh my God, look at that dog. Like I'll be just teaching. I, I did that the other I do, day. I have I literally to. did that. I have to. And so I'm like, I'll be teaching. I'm like, reach your arms up. And I go, everybody look at the dog. Look at the dog. <laughs> and it's like 70 people like, and the owner's like, oh, <laughs> um, and yeah, so I, I have this, do you, do you, I have to Gianna, because sometimes there's so many cute dogs on that street. Yeah. And yeah. then when I go see, I'm, I, when I'm like, oh, there's a baby, look away, look away, look away. <laughs> I'm like that on Zoom, though, with like pets, like people have it in their background. I'm like, who's oh, that? Yeah. Like, who? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's that's how Jason got five extra hours in on his training. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Just asking about people with pets in the back. Hell yeah. <laughs> and they're yoga lions to prove. Yeah. <laughs> what oh about you, God, G? That's so good. Well, you just mentioned the, the garage doors up, and this happened over the weekend this there were these two like souped out jeeps they no doors roof down giant i don't know what you call those giant tires but you know what i'm talking about they're like mm-hmm. literally you got to climb a ladder to get into these cars <laughs> and they were blasting music and mm. i don't know they were like just caravanning like following each other and then when they they got stopped on milwaukee the avenue 
And so now they're just blasting their music while the garage doors are open. And I'm teaching a class that you can't hear my music. You can't hear me. And I was just, I told the class to just pause and they realized cause they were just stopped in traffic and they look over and then they turn off their music and they're like, let me find something more relaxing for you. <laughs> and they're like, like they're literally like blast, they're like shuffling through their radio trying to find like Enya or something. <laughs> I was like, thank you. I gave them like two thumbs up. But at least the whole class laughed and I was like, they tried. They tried to DJ for us. I'm Gianna, good. you're like the third person that's brought up Enya this week. Really weird. Maybe I need to play some Enya. Wait, you don't remember who Enya is? No, I know who Enya is. Do you remember is. Of course en- I do. Enya and yeah. like what is what was her name? Oh, Dido. Dido. I love Dido. Was like literally yeah, Dido. No angels. Yeah. So good. I play <laughs> Thank You in class all the time. So good. Mm-hmm. But do you know that Nicki Minaj is obsessed with Enya? That's like one of her favorite musicals. No, that's yeah, she's an interesting well. fact. She is obsessed. Yeah. It's it actually, it actually to me makes so much sense because Nicki Minaj is live. She's living on a different planet. Um, and I just it's love true. Dragon. It. <laughs> <laughs> I still love that shit. Like the old school Nicki Minaj. I'm yeah. like, mm-hmm. like, when she was like, I am like, not, Roman, I, I am Roman, Roman, Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> I prefer that Nicki. I'm not going to lie. I prefer that. I, I, I prefer that. Yeah, she's, she, <laughs> she was literally just. Barbie vibes. And have a fuck rain and have a fuck Drake. Uh-huh. Um, about the microphone like, growing at Nicki. <laughs> um, that wasn't Nicki. That was um Carly B. Cardi B. Cardi, Cardi B, yes. Oh, you know, really? You know that, that microphone I can't, sold, I can't confuse. That, that microphone sold at an auction for $90,000. I'm done. I need Somebody to pay more it. attention to the news. <laughs> but literally, I, I, I just heard about that. And I was like, is the person okay? Like, were they okay? I didn't see it. Well, she also shouldn't have thrown. The, the person like was a whole, performing yeah. and she threw, they threw water at her or something. I'd be like, fuck you, bitch. I would have thrown the mic at you too. Don't fucking Word. do that. That's like, the only That's thing true. I got, I can't get down there. Like, you know. Yeah. Also, Cardi B is from where? The Staten Bronx. Island. Yes. <laughs> Wait, is Staten Island or the Bronx? I thought the Bronx. The Bronx. God, Gianna. You... Yeah. Well, he said Staten Island and you said yes. I was like, don't I mean, freak but... me out. Who is you know, Bradshaw. I, <laughs> I really, I love when I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm a big, I, I don't like, I'm not a big fan of Cardi's music, but I am a fan of Cardi as a person and the things uh-huh. that she says. And I love that one where she's like, we are in Italy. Eating spaghettis. Have you ever seen that one? What is that from? She, it's her. She's literally. She's like, we are in Italy. We are eating spaghettis. And it's okay, just like, so what? Do you know that? Like, okay. So I have a friend. I have a friend who's obsessed with her, and I didn't know that she was from that show. The uh, yeah, love, and love and hip hop. Yeah. I didn't know that, and so this was maybe like five years ago or so when I found out, and my friend just made me like sit down and watch from the beginning. <laughs> that season got, was like I got so all into over the it. Place. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, was... I don't know how we wound up here, but well, you look you look at pictures of Cardi B back then too. She looked she was looking rough. Yeah, like money done rough. money done made a difference, right? Like... Money done had hers. I mean, she she was looking rough. Y'all. But I'm still I'm a huge, I'm a huge Cardi fan. Mm-hmm. That's like I'm I'm repping. Have you ever seen the interview, the interview where she's on Jimmy Fallon and he's like, what does it mean when it's up, when it's up, when it's stuck? And he's like, (laughs) like, you know, she's like, you know, when you got to poop and it's up and it's stuck. (laughs) And and he's just like, okay. And she's like, (laughs) and then she's like, she goes, yeah. (laughs) But also that's like real. But also hundred percent. I'm like, and then whenever I hear it, I'm like, this is about constipation. Good for you. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, Kwame, it has been lovely talking to you. We could yes, do this literally has. for hours. Um, mm-hmm. Find Thank Kwame. You for being He's here. a lovely teacher. Thank you, Gianna, for being here as well. And um, <laughs> this is totally unhinged, and we'll see you later. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye, Love everyone. y'all. <laughs> When it's up, when it's up, when it's up, then it's stuck, like poop.